Well, welcome, David and Alicia. Um, I'm really happy that you are both um, being my guests today. And um, I would like to ask you to introduce yourself and uh, maybe David would like to start. Okay. Um, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is David Miller and uh, I am an author uh, and channel and also the uh, director of an organization for planetary healing called the Actorian Group of 40. Uh, I have uh, written approximately 16 books based on my uh, Octorian uh, methods. And uh, right now we have almost a thousand members uh, worldwide who are participating in our planetary healing uh, exercises. Wonderful. And Alicia, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi, I'm Alicia and I live in the Netherlands and I started recently a school for Arcturian teachings and a healing school where I promote this year holographic healing and that is a year long training. And I have many uh, before all schools, yoga school. Um, I work with children. I have a healing school for children. And I was having a school to learn people and parents to how to treat their children from their heart and from their soul. And that works very well. Wow, and now amazing. I teach only Arcturian. Ah, great. Yeah. And it's so great to have a Dutch uh, guest today because I'm from the Netherlands as well. And um, I discovered uh, your book, David. Uh, uh, a while ago and um, I was really blown away by it because mm -hmm. I've been uh, receiving messages from the Arcturians myself and um, when I was reading your books or your book um, I read exact the same uh, healing methods that they uh, that you were describing and I thought well this was such a confirmation that um, the channelings and the messages that I had received that they were uh, truly from the Arcturians. And, um, and I must say that you have such a deep insight into the healing system that they, uh, well, that you described. And um, so would you like to uh, uh, share a bit about that book about uh, the healing ascension and help for planet Earth? Well, I think you're referring to my first book, uh, Connecting with the Arcturians, uh, which I received and wrote uh, in uh, 1996. Uh, and in that book, uh, they talk about uh, earth healing and uh, new technology for the spirituality. Uh, basically, we are in a planetary crisis right now. And uh, the planetary crisis uh, is based on our technology is more advanced than our spirituality. We need to uh, improve and increase our, our spiritual intervention on the planet. The basic uh, teaching is that the earth is a living spiritual planet. <clears throat> and there is uh, previous historical writings about this because uh, uh, even going as far back as the Greeks who called the earth Gaia, which uh, refers to Gaia uh, as a living planet. Now, as a living planet, uh, 
it means that we must interact with the spirit of the planet. And the Arcturians say we have lost our connection to the spirit of the earth. And they give specific healing techniques. The first technique is called biorelativity. Biorelativity is the ability to telepathically communicate with the uh, earth. The, the uh, second uh, healing method is called the Planetary Cities of Light Project. And the Arcturians say that we need to create more sacred spaces, more sacred energies, and that we could designate specific cities as planetary cities of light. The uh, third technique has to do with what I, I call the ring of ascension. I'm not sure if that uh, was discussed in that first book, <clears throat> but they said that there is a planetary halo around the earth that helps us to intersect and to uh, interact with fifth dimensional energy and light. The uh, other techniques uh, uh, for planetary healing uh, have come after the first book because I now have, a, it's a four volume series connecting with the Acturians, volume one, two, three, and four. And the later books go uh, into more specific uh, directions on how to use these techniques and how to uh, encourage the interaction of the fifth dimension. The most recent book uh, that I uh, wrote and received called Connecting with the Acturians, <coughs> volume four, focuses on the evolution of humanity. And they call the next step of the evolution of humanity Homo Omega. And basically, the Acturians say that we must prepare ourselves for the next step in human evolution, that Homo sapien is not the last stage in development. And if you think about it, you know, there have been uh, the Neanderthal man, there's the Cro-Magnon man, uh, there's Australia Pithecus. There are different earlier versions of humanity, and I don't know why people think that Homo sapien is the last state, but it isn't. And uh, the Acturians talk about the next state, which is Homo Omega, and I'd be happy to talk more about that if you wish. Yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm really curious to uh, find out um, what makes this uh, new type of um, human unique. Well, the, the new type of human uh, has a special trait, which is called higher consciousness. In the past, when we look at the, the evolutionary history uh, of the human species, uh, Homo sapien, uh, usually the evolutionary change happens in a crisis. And we are now in a planetary crisis. But in the past, the crisis often would lead to uh, different physical changes, uh, such as walking upright or having an opposing thumb or maybe having certain uh, other traits, uh, even certain mental traits, such as the ability to use fire. But uh, the next trait that is going to appear in the new form is higher consciousness and uh, a higher consciousness which allows us to connect with the fifth dimension and to receive uh, uh, information. But we have to learn to expand our consciousness. Now, some uh, of the Acturian uh, starseeds 
like yourself and uh, Alicia already are uh, using their higher consciousness and already understanding what it means to have fifth dimensional consciousness. Uh, so this basically is what they call Homo Omega, which is the uh, next stage of humanity and evolution that has higher consciousness. Yeah. And do you think that um, this has also got to do with how many people are experiencing um, physical changes and they feel that it is related to the ascension process? Do you think that is related to the changing of our biology or DNA? Well, uh, it's not so much changing, but uh, as activating or opening up, opening up DNA, uh, because we are programmed for higher evolution. And the, there are uh, different points, even uh, called um, the omega point, which is that point where all of the evolution uh, comes together to achieve the highest potential of humanity. Now, some people call this... Uh, uh, as representative, for example, of Christ's consciousness. And I'm, I'm very open to that uh, thought. So yes, uh, the people who are feeling more sensitive or feeling more changes, who are wanting to work together for peace and unity and harmony, this is uh, indications that we are moving away. We must move away from polarizations. We must move away from our divisions and we must move together into a unity. But it is also a new consciousness. Uh, and I, uh, in my work, explore ways to help people experience expanded consciousness. Uh, and the main method that I use uh, is called the trance state or the altered state of consciousness. And the Acturians uh, have given us other tools to help us experience these uh, different states of consciousness. And some of the uh, technology uh, includes, for example, bilocation, thought projection, and working on fifth dimensional Octurian planes uh, that are represented uh, by uh, their discussions of the Octurian Crystal Lake and other uh, ideas such as the Octurian uh, Crystal Temple. And uh, I'm really fascinated by these things that you mentioned, because, uh, of course, uh, I'm a quantum healer trained by Dolores Cannon, and um, it is very, very familiar for us to work with a trance state and to enter uh, those I mentioned. But I feel that you are going much deeper uh, um, than we come across often. Um, so what you mentioned, for example, is by location. Um, could you share a bit about what do you think that bilocation is and how it works? Well, uh, I uh, start by describing what's called uh, multidimensional uh, presence. And the multidimensional presence means that we are existing simultaneously on several dimensions. And by the way, uh, I, I'm very interested in Dolores Cannon's work. I've read her books and uh, she um, was visiting, I believe, Sedona, Arizona. I live in Prescott, Arizona. And I believe that she has done workshops. I, I'm not uh, in Sedona. I've not met her personally, but I've read her books and she was a very high uh, thinker and high uh, channel. Now, the idea of multidimensional presence is not as far out as people might think because we are 
going into other realms in our dream state. Uh, and the dream state is a good example of going into higher levels uh, or different levels of consciousness. But uh, in this uh, idea that the Arcturians talk about, we can, quote, bilocate or thought project by going into higher realities. So let's say, for example, that we wanted to travel to the Arcturian starship called the, the Starship Athena. Uh, the Arcturians would uh, have us uh, work with our imagination and set up a corridor of light between ourselves, uh, our room, and their starship. And then we would uh, uh, visualize that our spirit body would leave our physical body still attached with, with the astral cord, but leave our spiritual body through the crown chakra and travel uh, at the speed of thought through the corridor and arrive at the fifth dimensional starship. Now, the idea is that the speed of thought is the fastest speed in the universe. I, I know that Einstein talks about the speed of light being the fastest at 186,000 miles a second. But, uh, and, and this comes about the speed of thought because where you think is where your mind is. If you think about heaven, if you think about the fifth dimension, then you're, you're there. And this is a, a very popular concept also in uh, mysticism. <clears throat> I'm, I'm a student of the uh, Kabbalah. And uh, in the Kabbalah, we say, if you want to be in, in the uh, Garden of Eden, uh, then think about being there and you're there. Yeah. And so the uh, idea is that you could be 80% present on the earth and 20% present on the higher realms. Mm -hmm. So we are trying to teach people to experience these other dimensions, but while still on this dimension. And the idea is that you would bring back, and this is a very important concept, you bring back energy, ideas, and spiritual light from the higher dimension back to the earth. So we're just not trying to go there, which is wonderful, but we also want to bring back higher light and uh, energy and solutions uh, to the earth. Exactly. And um, yeah, I was so blown away when I read that in your book about uh, the corridor going to that uh, spaceship, because I once had experienced uh, going there and it was in, in an experience where I also saw Dolores being there. And I feel that she was also um, one of those Arcturian star seeds. And, um, and during one of my sessions, I received information how to um, travel through different timelines. And uh, they gave me, well, an image or a symbol, how you call it. And I used to call that the time crystal, but it is exactly what you described in your book. And you called it a corridor, I believe. It's like, as if you step into this, uh, how do you call it? Um, you talking about the, the corridor? Are you talking about the corridor? Yeah. You mentioned well, the, the thing is that there are different levels of dimensions. Yeah. And uh, we're on the third level. Okay. Mm -hmm. And there is the fourth dimension, which is the astral realm. Uh, and uh, the, the Arcturians are teaching that we should travel through the uh, uh, astral realm and go to the fifth dimension. Yeah. Now, why? Because... Uh, first of all, the astral realm has lower beings. There is the lower astral realm, and people are aware of ghosts and lower entities. Yeah. And we don't want to get involved with them. 
so we go right through the corridor bypassing the fourth dimension. Now there is the higher astral plane as well, but the uh, Octarians are on the fifth dimension and which is where the ascension uh, will take us when we ascend. And of course the Octarians talk a lot about planetary ascension and personal ascension. And they have a lot of information, which is in my, my book. Uh, and, and by the way, if your readers are interested in my books, uh, they're all on amazon.com. You could uh, Google my name, David K. Miller, and all, all 16 of my books are there. And we have a website, uh, www.groupof40.com. Uh, and it has also lots of information. And we are trying to bring together people, and Alicia is helping me bring together people because we want, to, uh, this is a global movement. It's just not, uh, you know, uh, for America, it's a global movement because we want to uh, globally bring people together uh, in planetary cities of light and biorelativity meditation. And in my latest book, I talk about this concept called the newosphere which is another higher level uh, of thought uh, energy field and how we need to uh, come together in our thoughts for global unity. And, and could you share a bit about uh, the cities of light and our, the etherical crystals? Well, um, the planetary cities of light uh, are cities on the earth that want to be I call it Shambhala-like, which is the, the etheric fifth dimensional city that's been described in some of the uh, Tibetan texts. And uh, we, with the Acturians, uh have a certain um, method of activating the cities of light. We bring through uh, crystals, we bring through uh, a, a special channeling by an Acturian, <clears throat> and we download uh, energies to make it a fifth dimensional city of light. And then as a fifth dimensional city of light, we could create protective energy fields around uh, the city of light so that there is not gonna be any uh, negativity around there. Right now we have over uh, 75 cities of light. I have another person that's helping me to organize this part. Uh, we have, uh, uh, I believe, uh, and Alicia can answer that, We, I think we have one city of light in the Netherlands. Isn't that correct, uh, Alicia? Yeah, we have in Lutere a city of light. And last Tuesday, we did a meditation with the crystals. And we go to Shangri-La. We have created in the etheric of in the crystals and in the etheric crystal we have downloaded here in Lunteren in the midst of Lunteren for Montserrat and we integrate all the energies in the crystals and from there out it moves to the whole city wow it was amazing and you was there eh, Patricia oh yes I was so glad that you invited me it was so beautiful yeah. and um it really uh it was an experience And um, and I was wondering, you mentioned that uh, you downloaded a crystal from Montserrat. Yeah. And um, so I believe if I uh, remember correctly from your book, there are 12 etherical crystals from the Arcturians right. placed on Earth, right? Right. They uh, downloaded with me and with the other Arcturian uh, group members uh, energetic etheric crystals to help boost the fifth dimensional energy and light. 
And Montserrat, Spain, is where one of the crystals are. That's what Alicia is referring to. We uh, have uh, had a, a big ceremony there. There's another one in Bodense, also known as Lake Constance in uh, uh, English. And uh, we have uh, one in Mount Shasta. We have one in Argentina, one in Japan. Uh, so th there are 12. Now, interestingly, these 12 crystals have um, formed like a bypass meridian so that we can energetically use the, this uh, meridian-like energy to boost the life force energy around the earth. And Alicia, could you explain to me how did you um, download that crystal or created a city of light in Lantura? Could you share that? Yeah, we have created with uh, David and Arcturians, um, with Juliano, and we were here with a group of 40 members of the Netherlands, and we were here in Lunteren. And before that, we have uh, buried around Lunteren all the crystals in the earth. Wow. And then uh, on the specific time, Juliano came with a basket and took all the energies, the polluted energies from Lunteren up. Wall of Lunteren, you can't speak of it. And bring it into the starship Athena. And they clean all the energy, clean the crystals. And then he downloaded back. Ah. And all the energy was cleaned and healed. Now, Lunteren is a very social um, city with people very, very social. And after that, it was like the air was more light. Yeah. It was more light incoming. And people are more social than before was possible. Wow. Amazing. It was enormous. And the crystal from Montserrat, we did together with uh, people from Mexico, Ariana. And they have also made an, 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 a copy of, an, of, of what we did at that time from, from the meditation. And also together, we brought a duplicate of the crystal from Montserrat together over France to the Netherlands. Wow. And we brought it in the center of the city. Yeah. And frequently I go um, also by locate to meditate in that center, yeah. in the crystal. And that is amazing energy. Yeah, I really can imagine. Yeah. And, uh, and you mentioned um, uh, the group of 40. Uh, David, could you explain what is the importance of a group of 40? 40, 40. <laughs> well, the number 40... Uh, it has uh, uh, biblical and mystical powers. Uh, for example, Moses was uh, on the uh, Mount Sinai 40 days and 40 nights. Uh, you know, the uh, rain from Noah's Ark was 40 days and 40 nights. And I, I believe that when Jesus was out in the desert, he was out in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights. So 40 is a powerful uh, healing uh, mystical number. And the Acturians asked me to uh, create a group of 40 where we bring 40 people together to meditate. And then uh, after I accomplished that, they wanted 40 groups of 40, which would bring 1,600 people. And that if we could 
develop 1,600 people who were devoted to planetary ascension and personal ascension and planetary healing, then we would be able to make a difference now uh, on the planet. Now, 1,600 is still a small number, but we have to remember that uh, we could be very focused in our thoughts. And uh, if you have people who are meditating and are very focused, then you could accomplish uh, amazing things, especially when you're using the spiritual technology that the Arcturians bring down. So right now, as I said, we, we have probably a, a 12, a, about a thousand people uh, around the world, including many, many in um, Latin America, South America. Uh, I'm just uh, very um, uh, surprised how uh, people in South America have, have responded. I gave a presentation in uh, Rio de Janeiro on, online last week, and we had uh, 4,500 people online listening wow. to the discussion. Uh, and because people want, you know, know that the planet's in a crisis, they want to do something. Yeah. And uh, you, it, it's not going to come from necessarily from the governments of the world, but it's going to come from the people who are wanting to, uh, a, a healed planet. They wanted their cities to be healed. They want spiritual light. Uh, and uh, we can, uh, from our positions, in the group of 40, begin the process of planetary healing. Yeah, exactly. And um, is there a list that people can find uh, to know um, which are the, these uh, cities of light? Yeah, if you go to my website, www.groupof40.com, uh, under uh, the techniques and uh, spiritual technologies, there is a, uh, a, a drop-down list that says planetary cities of light. And you can look at the requirements and how to join. But also, uh, I, if people write to me or uh, I, I could send them the list of the cities of light, I have a special coordinator. His name is Bob Maldonado. He lives in Alabama in the United States. And uh, he and I organize the Planetary Cities of Light project. We are going to be activating, for example, uh, a new city of light this Sunday. Uh, I think it's in Mexico. Uh, so we keep the list. It's, it's, it's quite an administrative and organizational task to uh, review the applications, keep the list, and then set up the meetings for the activations. But uh, we're, we're keeping on top of it. And like I said, the interest is growing. Yeah. And um, you mentioned this activation that is coming up. Uh, do you do this online or do you uh, travel to Mexico? Or No, no, it's all online. Uh, it's too complicated to travel. And yeah. uh, we, we do it online and the people join us uh, online. And uh, we, we might have 40 to uh, 50 people joining us uh, doing the activation. So uh, it's all done through the Internet. But which is, you know, a great use of the Internet because we're able to connect uh, globally. Exactly. It makes life uh, much easier, doesn't it? Right. And um, now what if someone is listening and, and thinks to himself, uh, I would like to create a city of light in, in my city. Uh, how can they do that? Well, if they're in the Netherlands, they could contact Alicia yeah. uh, or they, they could uh, write to me and then uh, go to my website. Uh, and then we have the instructions on how to do that. Uh, it's, it's, it's relatively simple. We have to have four people. Uh, who become members of our, our group 
and then we have an op application where you, you put down, uh, you know, why you want to do this and uh, if you're committed. And then we uh, review the application. I have a special committee that's called the Planetary uh, City of Light Committee, and we review the application. Then uh, if it's accepted, then we set up an activation date and I um, meet with the group online and the applicants and we do the uh, channeling with Giuliano to activate it. Yeah. And Giuliano is one of the Arcturian guides, isn't it? Yeah, he's my main Arcturian guide. I, I've been a channel now for about 26 years. Uh, I channel Giuliano, uh, the Arcturian. I also channel uh, Helioa, which is another Arcturian. And then I uh, also channel uh, Vaiwamas. And I believe that Dolores Cannon also was channeling uh, Vaiwamas, who is a soul psychologist. Uh, and uh, uh, I also work with a native uh, guide named Chief White Eagle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And um, I was going to ask you about, um, you also mentioned something in the book about uh, not only there are cities of light, but also lakes, special lakes. Um, do well, there's an, Arcturian, it, there's an Arcturian crystal lake. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know if, if you're referring to that. And uh, the Arcturians said that uh, we need practice in going to the fifth dimension. And what they have done is then they have set up a special Arcturian energy field called the Arcturian Crystal Lake. And in the Arcturian Crystal Lake, uh, we can thought project and travel there and experience the fifth dimension. Yeah. So uh, they have set this lake up and uh, they said that uh, there are fifth, there are our fifth dimensional bodies can and are there. So when we travel there, we could inhabit for a brief period of time our fifth dimensional bodies. So uh, that that is what is called the Ecturian Crystal Lake, and we use that in our uh, planetary meditations. Ah, well, wonderful. Because I, I work a lot with water and, and healing water and healing lakes and oceans, that type of healing. And so I was well, really fascinated. When well, you but, and actually, I'm glad you mentioned that because we, uh, as a expansion of the Planetary Cities of Light Project, we uh, uh, developed a secondary project called the Planetary Ocean Reserves of Light. Because we felt that not only do we need to do protective uh, cities of light, but we need to do protective ocean reserves of light. So we now have about 10 or 12 ocean reserves of light. And uh, so th that we would uh, uh, pick designated areas, say, say for example, around Cartagena, uh, Colombia, we have one uh, uh, or Bogota area. And it's it. And there's another one uh, in um, the Baja Peninsula in Mexico where the group of people want to protect the uh, ocean areas. We have another one around Costa Rica. And it's really beautiful to see the people that gather on the beach and wanting to protect the ocean uh, the, where they uh, are living near. So this was an extension called the Planetary Ocean Reserve of Light. Beautiful, yeah. I, I think it's really great because I feel that um, that, that water uh, has consciousness itself and that water is a living being. So I feel it's so much part of healing the planet and 
that we should heal the water of this planet. So right. the, the oceans are like a superorganism. You're absolutely right. Uh, and uh, the oceans has um, uh, its own feedback loop system. The ocean has its own uh, current. Some of the currents in the ocean takes four or 500 years uh, to uh, complete its cycle. I mean, I mean when I, I did some studying about this, I was actually shocked how complex the oceans are and that we need to start uh, protecting. And yeah. unfortunately, the Arcturians are, have told me that way current things are, the ocean life could collapse. You know, nobody wants that. I mean, I can't imagine what it would be uh, to live on a planet where the ocean uh, died. What, what a terrible thought. But, you know, ba based on what's happening now on this planet and in the oceans, uh, we need to turn this around. Uh, yeah. we, we, need, we need a spiritual intervention immediately uh, to protect the oceans. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think I will um, come back to you at some point uh, uh, to talk with you about um, the water healing, because I, I, I really want to play a role in this, uh, in my part of the world. And uh, Alicia, do you know if there's any uh, project going on in the Netherlands around water and um... Um, No, not particular. There is uh, one person in... Finkeveen, I think, and he also works with the venom. And it is uh, small waters, but it is not enough to do something specific for it. I was planted before I was starting here in the Netherlands in Lunteren, and I was living a couple of years ago nearby um, in, in uh, Le Haye, yeah. and there was the North Sea. And I was planned at that time to do something for the North Sea, but now it is too far away and it is not possible to uh, do something for the North Sea. Yeah. Well, I live uh, next to the North Sea, so maybe uh, we could yeah. have a chat about that sometime and yeah, see we'll how we can about do that. It. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it could only be, it could be a small uh, section. It doesn't have to be the whole sea. It could just be a small section because uh, uh, the one guy that I work with, Helioa, uh, she uh, talks about uh, holographic energy, and if you heal one part, then the rest can uh, be transmitted to the other parts. So uh, that's the, the, one of the core principles of the Arcturian uh, planetary healing uh, is the principle of holographic healing, which I know that uh, Alicia is very involved in in her work. Exactly. I was just going to ask you about that. Alicia, could you share a bit about uh your work with holographic healing? And my work with holographic healing, if I look back at what is holographic healing, what is holographic energy, then I did it all my life. With the children, with the people in shamanistic healing, it is come all together. And it is uh, holographic energy and healing fuse everything in terms of totality. Yeah. Maybe you could explain a bit what holographic healing is, because I just realized that maybe uh, not everyone understands what holographic healing means. Well, it means what you experience right now is a part of the whole presence and the whole process. And what you see of yourself right now on earth is part of your greater self. Uh, but that greater self is not what many can reach yeah. or understand. Yeah. 
And when we work in the meditations of in the healing process, then you also um, learn what it is, the higher self, the greater self. Yeah. And then we can heal the past, the future, but also the present time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this is um, quite similar to what quantum healers uh, do and how they work um, along the method of Dolores Cannon. Uh, when we connect with the higher self and we see it as uh, our um, earthly self is only a part of our higher self. And um, when we connect with the higher self, we can heal the past, the present and the future. So I guess that's similar, isn't it? Yeah, and we see a greater part. If, if we connect it with the higher self and beyond, then we see a greater part of what we really are what we have done in the past and how we can heal it yeah, yeah, to exactly. create a better future and a better present. Yeah. And it is not only healing this, it, uh, you can heal your organs and your dramas of traumas. Yeah. Everything can be healed with this energy. And um, do you also use a trance state to do that or is it differently? A trance state is not really necessarily, yeah. but we can, if we connect with those energies, we become more quiet, more open, more perceptive. Yeah. And that is also a kind of trance state, you, you, you can call it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, David, I, I read in your book something about a sacred triangle. Uh, that you right. use for healing? Could you share about well, that? Well, uh, part of the uh, planetary healing modality and the new uh, spiritual technology uh, the Octarians talk about uh, focuses on a new spiritual paradigm. And they call the new spiritual paradigm the sacred triangle. Now, the sacred triangle has three parts uh, that are three parts of spirituality. The first is called the white brotherhood, white sisterhood. And I know that Dolores Cannon was very involved in the White Brotherhood, White Sisterhood. Uh, it, it included uh, uh, ascended masters on the earth uh, from all the different religions, uh, including the, uh, the uh, Christ light, including the Kabbalah and, and the, the Christian mystics, but, uh, and also uh, Tibetans and yogas and, and, and many other different uh, higher ascended masters. But, uh, we're in a new uh, spiritual world, and the second part of the sacred triangle is called galactic spirituality. And galactic spirituality is based on the, the um, observation that there are other uh, uh, peoples, other higher beings in the galaxy, and that we uh, have to uh, modify our worldview to include uh, galactic thinking, galactic energy, and the galactic masters, which include the Acturians, who are fifth dimensional, it includes the Pleiadians. Uh, it includes uh, also other uh, extra galactic sources, such as the uh, Andromedans. Uh, so we study, and I, I study and work with uh, the galactic spirituality, and I'm also uh, interested in what I call galactic anthropology which is the study of other cultures and other uh, uh, galactic uh, planets. And the third 
part of the sacred triangle is called the native peoples. In particular, in North America, we're, we're interested in the Native Americans, but we you know we have Native peoples in Mexico, we have them all over South America, uh, and in different parts of the world. And the, the Native peoples know how uh, to communicate with the earth. They have a long history of interacting with the spirit of the earth. And so we need the Native perspectives we need the galactic perspectives and we need the perspective of the white brotherhood, white sisterhood. And the Acturians say, well, when we bring those three together in the sacred triangle, this will be the basis for the planetary healing. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. And, and do you feel that there are certain native um, tribes that are more related to the Arcturians, for example? Well, uh, I have not found any, I found the, that some of the tribes in, in uh, uh, North America are related to the Pleiadians. So for example, the Cherokee who have their home base now in Oklahoma, uh, they, uh, in their earlier writings and earlier uh, folk stories, uh, believe they came from the Pleiadians. Uh, <clears throat> I, I have talked to some of the Hopis in Arizona and they were interested in the Acturians, but uh, I have not found uh, specific uh, other uh, relationships or historical evidence that any other tribes are related to the Acturians. Just to the Pleiadians is the only one right now that I've, I've discovered. Yeah, yeah. And um, Alicia, I would like to ask you something about your the school that you started. You started uh, the Arcturian Earth School, right? Yeah. Could you share a bit about that school? Yeah, we have a mission and not only the school in, in, in the Netherlands, but all the group of 40 has a mission. And the Arcturian school has a part of this mission to activate and teach information, wisdom, meditation of the fifth dimension. And we work with the earth to heal the earth and together and in the same time we heal ourselves. We do this, this meditation and we contribute to the evolution of the earth towards an expanded and higher consciousness in order to create expand, expanded, fair, just human society to create. And all the people who are coming in the school and take classes in the school, they change immediately. It is amazing to see. And is this an online school or is it? Uh... No, it was, uh, the planning was at that time to create a school here above my home. And I did, but from the COVID, it was not possible. Dus I did it online. And now I do it online also. And starts in June or in September um, with classes. Great. And uh, as I understand, you do a lot of meditations in these classes, or do you uh, yeah. teach them how to use the different healing modalities? Well, we explain a lot in the school, and we work, as David already mentioned, the, the tools to learn from ourselves to learn from what is happening in the earth what is 
um, in een no-sphere, as David noemt. Dat is een energy around the earth that has all the information whatever happens in the earth. Like we have an aura, for yeah. instance. Uh, we hold also in our aura everything what has ever happened in our life, in our lives, and that we heal it. We get insights in how to use it, how to work with it. Um, with the meditations, I do always after a class, bring meditations in. Um, with that, I see that people not only grow, but they have immediately the information because the Arcturians are always with us. Yeah, yeah, I, I can really imagine. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. And David, uh, do you have something similar, like a school that people can join or uh, classes that people can join? Well, I have uh, I have webinars. I'm, I'm giving a webinar this uh, tomorrow on the newosphere, and I, I try to give webinars once every two months on various subjects. And uh, as the leader of the group of forty, uh, I give uh, um, one uh, Saturday, the first Saturday of every month. I give a, a lecture by the Acturians. And I uh, also uh, help to lead biorelativity meditations. Um, and of course, I'm overseeing the uh, whole project. So uh, I, I do not specifically have a school, uh, but I, uh, my uh, mission is devoted to uh, directing and working with the, the project uh, globally. Yeah, wonderful. Well, I, I think we've learned a lot today and uh, I'm really glad that you both wanted to join me. And uh, is there anything else that you would like to share today with people who are listening? Well, I just wanted to say again that we are in a planetary crisis. And uh, in fact, uh, we are in the middle of what's called the sixth mass extinction. And we need to uh, work with higher dimensional energies. Uh, the, the biggest message is that we need a fifth dimensional intervention. We need a new spiritual perspective to solve this uh, very complicated problem. But uh, we can uh, accomplish and heal this planet. And uh, I, Alicia and others in my group uh, are devoted to the spiritual healing of uh, our beloved planet, which the Acturians call the Blue Jewel. So mm -hmm. thank you very much, Patricia. Uh, I enjoyed very much this opportunity to meet you and uh, all your friends uh, on your YouTube channel. Yes, thank you. And um, um, I think today is a very special day because uh, today is the birthday of Dolores Cannon. Uh, oh. And uh, she passed away a few years ago, of course. Um, but this week we have a special uh, event from the, the quantumhealers.com. And um, Candice Crawl Goldman was the, the founder of uh, quantumhealers.com. And this is a platform where uh, many quantum healers um, uh, join and they exchange, well, experiences, wisdom, knowledge, and they can also share uh, their trainings, their workshops, their books. And um, mm. so I will share uh, this video with them. And I'm really uh, sure that many quantum healers on this platform uh, will really enjoy reading your books and, and uh, learning more about uh, the groups of 40. Uh, that both Alicia and you are a part of. And uh, so um, I'm really grateful that you both wanted to be my guest today. It was really an honor to have you. And, uh, and Alicia, I think 
uh, we probably will do another interview in Dutch for the, the Dutch uh, listeners. And uh, uh, I think it should be fun. And uh, well, thank you so much. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>